Hey people, here's another episode of The Lord's Corner. Um, this episode is talking about the fall of man. Basically, what happened and how it affects us then and how it affects us now. So I hope you guys have a listen and enjoy it. Thank you so much. Yeah, welcome. Um, yeah, so you know, you always heard of the fall of man, how man fell, the first man, the other man. I don't know if you heard of the other man, but anyway, so the first man. So I don't know you guys know Adam and Eve. I know you guys know the story of creation, how God created Adam and Eve, and how God was like, yo, I wanted to have a you know, relationship with this person, how we really brought about, put them in a garden, created human beings, made them in our own image, gave them the idea to dominate and to subdue everything on earth. But then what happened? You know, uh, I'm sure you guys know the story, but let me just try and, you know, break it down. And then what happened? We all went, you know, the devil came in front of the serpent, I spoke to Eve, and then Eve at the apple, the one thing that God said nobody should eat, and then she gave Adam, Adam to eat the apple. Obviously, Adam, when they came, Adam, instead of him to have just said, Lord, please, I'm sorry, give me. He said, Ah, the woman gave me. So that's where the blame game started from. You know, just note that. And then he said, You know, the woman gave me, and then that happened, and then that was what led to the follow up. So, but that is the story in that context. Now, the story in a different light is. What happened when we fell? We fell, and you know, God said something. He said, if you eat of this, you will surely die. Um, some people don't seem to understand what that meant. You know, some people assume that, oh, if this God did, but then he didn't die. You know, so, you know, what's, what, what's, what's the deal there? Other people, uh, they get it, but maybe they don't understand the context of it. Anyway, um, one thing that you need to get, if you look at somewhere in Romans, it talks about how it talks about how Adam, because of that fall, he brought sin into the world. He's the one who basically had channeled sin into the world and had and brought about sin, death, all of that stuff. Because before that, we were meant to just be living and enjoying God, and all of us would be happy. Nobody be thinking about traffic and all of that <laughs> on your way to work or things like that. But yeah, so now. How does that help us, or how does that? What does that tell us, or how does that? You know, how do we get a lesson from that? Basically, because of that. So now, once you are giving birth to, what you have is that Adamic nature. So that's why, from onset, you already have children that are mischievous at whatever age they already want to do. Because your flesh is already bad; it's already tainted. Like it wants to do bad things. It wants to be mean. It wants to be wicked. It wants to do all those kind of things. So yes, you are some people that have some morality, and then you assume that that's being good. But then again, the Bible talks about it says there's nothing good in this flesh. This flesh is all death. Everything inside it is is bad. Nothing is good. So. Because of that, we, you need to understand that that is the nature that we got. Now, we need to transition from that nature. So if you add, there's an illustration here that I have, and it just shows uh, two, different, two different human beings. Someone once said that 
who survives, you know, in the test, in any test of temptation. It depends. Have you built your spirit man or you are still looking at your flesh? Your flesh on the onset is a huge human being. Your spirit man is a tiny little baby. The question is, who are you feeding? The more you feed one person, the more the other person grows or the other person becomes stronger and bigger than the other person. So now, in this illustration here, you have your flesh and then you have the spirit man. Now, you've been feeding your flesh since, don't worry, it's not only <laughs> your flesh has been fed since the onset. It's not now. So you've been feeding the sins with everything that you've been doing. But have you been feeding your spirit? Your spirit has been fed by the word of God, by worship, by praise, by being king, him, fasting, prayer, things like that. And so how it is, so you have this grown-up man, the flesh, and then you have spirit. So anytime the technician comes anything comes, it's it basically you lean towards that flesh because he's a big man and then you the spirit man is just a small baby it will lean towards there and then that's what you want to do you always want to do those things that tempt you but the truth is you don't have to do those things that tempt you once you are keen into that spirit man and the way to keep the spirit man is to be led by the spirit you know so there's so many things involved um so but the thing is the more you feed the spirit man the more bigger it gets the stronger it gets so you are able to attack some things they're able to to you know do something so when some things occur anyway as you are growing as you're growing as you're growing you become bigger you become stronger you become a bigger your spirit man just becomes bigger so he's able to handle those things so when those temptations come you just lean into your spirit and then the only thing is there, there are so many things that occur it depends on who you lean on if you lean on your temptation your flesh you are definitely see so from my experience yeah, there's, there was a time when i was dealing with a particular thing and it was just so crazy because I knew in my heart that I didn't want to do any of these things. But then again, as much as I didn't want to do it, I always do it. Why? There are two things involved. Number one, it was a result of immediately... You see, the, the thing about this thing is that when the thought comes, you need to actually smash that thought. You need to transition away from the thought. You cannot just... You, you need to rebuke the thought. You need to... You know, you can't allow it to dwell in your head and then you begin to think about it and then you begin to... Mm-mm. If you do that, then you're just going, you're setting yourself up. Or, so, you need to get that knowledge that, yo, once I get this thought, I'm praying against it, I am binding it, I'm moving it away from it. Because you don't want to be that person, to be honest, you don't want to be... Anyway, so as I was saying, it was a tough struggle, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then yet, I'll still go in. But, to God be the glory, there were two things I read. In Romans 8, there's a part that says walk in the spirit. No, sorry, Galatians 5. There's a part that says walk in the spirit and you know fulfill the loves of the flesh. And I always used to wonder, walk in the spirit, walk in the spirit, walk in the spirit. What does that even mean? And then, so, you know, everybody always had some explanation. Or, but the truth is, what it simply means is just be led in the spirit. Be led by the spirit of God. Because... The truth is, the truth of God cannot direct you to do something that is bad, because it's the spirit of God. It can, it's not. It does not. It doesn't know what the bad thing is. It's channeled towards doing the right thing, towards doing the good thing. So, when you are 
led by the spirit, you cannot fulfill that lust of the flesh. There's so many things that our flesh lusts for. There's so many things that you want to do that is just off the charts. Things that is so on brand with the flesh, but definitely not on brand with the spirit. And then you just want to do them. But so my aim for you is that the fall of man really, you know, dissociated us from God. It, you know, that that relationship that God was trying to have with man at that point in time, it took us away from it. And the only way in which you can get back is to, number one, believe in the Lord God Almighty and confess that He is Lord. He died for your sins. God Almighty sent His Son, Jesus Christ, who died for your sins. That is number one. And from that aspect, you need to believe that He did that. I know. And then, to be fair, there's so many things I need to read. I would say John, the whole of John is just an eye opener as to what Jesus Christ did and how he spoke and how he acted. You just need to learn that. And then also, aside that, just believe in God and pray to God now that he, that you believe that he actually died for you, that he was sent for this earth and he died for you and he shed his blood for you. So in a place in Romans, it talks about how Adam brought sin into the world and how as the same way Adam brought sin into the world, Jesus Christ brought salvation to the world and then Jesus Christ's blood is what justifies you now. So basically, that fall of man, God knew what was going to happen. The fall of man was there, it happened, but then there was a reason for it happening. It happened because so that Jesus Christ would come and once and for all, he would do the thing that would help you be a member of the Lord's kingdom, basically. So he has done it. Do you believe it? That's the main thing. So anyway, I hope this episode was able to help you out. It's basically the Lord's fall of man, how it affected us then and what it means for us now. I really hope that you are able to get something from it. Thank you guys so much.